right, good morning, everyone. We welcome everyone here to our morning worship service here at the Church of Christ. It meets here at 904 Lawrence Avenue. It is a blessing, folks, to be here on this day. This is the last day of the year. <clears throat> we have been blessed, we are blessed, and we pray that we will continue to be blessed. <clears throat> God has been with us, and we pray that we will be even uh, better stewards tomorrow than we have been in the past. And that's what it's about. I'm looking over and I'm seeing a visitor, uh, Sister Kendra Cheeks, who's looking at me with them big eyes. <laughs> Always good to see you. Uh, she walked by and everybody was grabbing her. Uh, good to see you, Sister Kendra. Hope that all is well with family. <clears throat> Uh, others that may be visiting with us today, we want to uh, welcome you here to uh, Lawrence Avenue. Uh, Brother Alvin has been uh, under the weather. He's feeling better and here this morning. Uh, and others that may be out sick, it is good to see you this morning. We are thankful that God has given us another day to worship him in spirit and in truth. And again, let's check our cell phones. Let's make sure your cell phones are off. We do not want any disturbances during our service as we give reverence to God. If you are a visitor, I don't see any unfamiliar faces, uh, but if you are also a visitor, we want to welcome you here to Lawrence Avenue. There are visitor packs on the table as you exit out that we would like for our visitors to receive. <clears throat> our announcements. Sister Judy Leggs did make it back uh, from a trip from out of town and as announced last week, she is receiving her treatments this morning. So that's why she is not here. There will be a meeting next Lord's Day for all sisters uh, to regroup for the ministries uh, that we used to have. So a meeting next week for all sisters after service. I'm told it will be a brief meeting to regroup for ministries that women can be involved with here at Lawrence Avenue. Uh, and as you see, this empty space uh, in the back back there, so we, we're trying to remove those who sit on the back. We're trying to move them up closer. <laughs> I just throw that in there. Uh, but that would be for our new uh, uh, audio-visual room that we, we will be able to project on monitors our, our song service and different messages during the sermon. Uh, and also, we'll have to do the taping in the back. We'll be doing the taping up front. So a long overdue, but we're thankful that we're able to be able to do this. Uh, again, church, because of uh, your contributions, uh, because of certain things that we didn't do uh, this year, last year, that allowed us to reserve to be able to do this. So we thank you for your contributions. <clears throat> uh, that work will be going on for a few weeks, and because of that, 
the Wednesday morning Bible class for the next few weeks will take part in the fellowship hall and this coming week there will be lunch will be served. So lunch will be served during the 10 a.m. Bible study this coming Wednesday and several Wednesdays after that the class will also meet downstairs. The Sunday evening, the Wednesday evening uh, 7 o'clock class will still resume up here. They will not be working after 5, I believe. <clears throat> Again, we encourage our members to be engaged, that is engaged, take part in our weekly Bible classes on Lord's Day and on Wednesdays. <clears throat> Brother Robert McLean, uh, his stomach is bothering him this morning, and he won't be here this morning. Sister Pillar is also having uh, body aches and pains this morning, so she will not be here and asking for our prayers. Sister Jerice uh, Bonds is asking for prayers for her neighbor's grandson, Terrace, uh, who has been in the hospital. I think he's still in the hospital, I do believe. Also, Brother Kent's is having flu-like symptoms today, uh, so he is staying in this morning. Let's keep him in prayer. Uh, a, prayer a prayer request for Mario Brown, who is a friend of Brother Felton. He had a stroke, and he resides in Mississippi, so let's keep him in prayer. <clears throat> today is the last day for the prison ministry, food donation also, monetary donations also are accepted. Today is the last day. You can uh, put your donations in the basket in the front door, or you can give your monetary donation to Sister Bell, that is Sister Deborah Bell. <clears throat> Order of service this Lord's Day. Our singing, Brother Taylor Moore. Our scripture reading and prayer, Brother Curtis McLean. Our sermon, Brother James King. Lord, uh, prayer for offering and Lord's Supper, Brother William Carruthers. And our closing prayer, Brother Timmy Jones. Collection this morning is Brother Steve McLaren and Brother Danny Gift. We thank you for your time and attention. Let us now, offer, let's now bow as we go to God in prayer. <clears throat> Our Father God in heaven, we are thankful, God, for this day that you have blessed us with. We are thankful, Father, for last night's sleep. Thankful, God, that you watched over us and kept us safe from the elements around us. Father, we are thankful that you have guided us here to this destination, that we're able, Father, to come together as a spiritual family, to be in unison with our word, uh, to be in fellowship and in harmony, Father, with one another, to reverence you, God, on this day. And we thank you, Father, for this blessing. We are thankful, God, for all the things that have come our way on this year, uh, knowing, Father, that we have made it because of you. Everything that we have, God, is from you, and to you we give you praise and honor. And we pray, God, that as, if you, as you bless us with a new upcoming year, that we will be even a greater servant to our work, that we will be fully and complete, God, in thy ministries, that we will aid those who have special needs, share our blessings, God, with others around us, that we are able to show, show others who our God is. 
thankful, God, for the one who is coming before us to deliver the message this morning. May you grant his heart with the things, Father, that you have put on his heart to be able to proclaim this morning. May we continue, Father, doing this service. May, be, may we be in reverence. May we conduct ourselves in a manner, God, that you are happy and pleased with. So thankful, Father, for Christ, who is your Son and our Savior. We ask this prayer. In his name we do pray. Amen. How y'all doing today? All right, that's good, that's good. All right, for this morning, we're going to be singing out of the Red and Blue Supplemental Songbook. If you don't have one, please raise your hand. If you don't have one, please raise your hand at this time. Get one to you. All right, for our first song, let's all turn to page 13, page 13. He's a wonderful savior to me, page 13. All found, let's all sing. I was lost in sin, but Jesus rescued me. He's a wonderful Savior to me. And I was bound by fear, but Jesus set me free. He's a wonderful Savior to me. For he's a wonderful Savior to me. And he's a wonderful Savior to me. And I was lost in sin, but Jesus took me in. He's a wonderful Savior to me. He's a friend so true, so patient and so kind. He's a wonderful Savior to me. And everything I need in him I always find. He's a wonderful Savior to me. For he's a wonderful Savior to me. And he's a wonderful Savior to me. And I was lost in sin, but Jesus took me in. He's a wonderful Savior to me. He is always near to comfort and to cheer. He's a wonderful Savior to me. And he forgives my sins. He dries my every tear. He's a wonderful Savior to me. For he's a wonderful Savior to me. And he's a wonderful Savior to me. And I was lost in sin, but Jesus took me in. He's a wonderful Savior to me. Dearer grows the love of Jesus day by day. He's a wonderful Savior to me. And sweeter is his grace while pressing on my way. He's a wonderful Savior to me. For he's a wonderful Savior to me. And he's a wonderful Savior to me. 
And I was lost in sin, but Jesus took me in. He's a wonderful Savior to me. Let's all turn to page 10. Page 10. Scripture reading and prayer will follow page 10. Page 10. All fell, that's all seen. I will leave this land of bondage with its earthly treasure. I'll journey to a place where there is love on every hand. And I'll exchange a land of heartaches for a land of pleasure. I'm camping, I'm camping towards Canaan's happy land. And every day I'm camping towards the land of Canaan. And with rapture, I'll survey its wondrous beauties grand. In glory, hallelujah, we'll find the land of promise. I'm camping, I'm camping towards Canaan's happy land. And now the Egypt I will travel through the darkness dreary, far over hills and valleys, and across the desert sands. And but I land up safe at home where I should not grow weary. I'm camping, I'm camping towards Canaan's happy land. And every day I'm camping towards the land of Canaan. And with rapture, I'll survey its wondrous beauties grand. In glory, hallelujah, we'll find the land of promise. I'm camping, I'm camping towards Canaan's happy land. And yes, I reached the land of promise with the scenes of glory. My journey ending in a place so lovely and so grand. And I'll be led by Jesus to that blessed land of story. I'm camping, I'm camping towards Canaan's happy land. And every day I'm camping towards the land of Canaan. And then with rapture, I'll survey its wondrous beauties grand. And glory, hallelujah, we'll find the land of promise. I'm camping, I'm camping towards Canaan's happy land. Good morning. This morning, scripture reading, taken from the book of John, chapters 3 and verses 16. John, the third chapter, and verse 16. Amen. And it reads, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. May the Lord have blessed to the hearers and the doers of his word now be leading in prayer. Most gracious Father, Lord, we thank you for this day, a day which was not promised to neither one of us, Lord, but a day which you saw fit to give us life once again. We thank you, Lord, for those who are here at this building, Lord. Grant us traveling grace, Lord, and be with those who may still be in transit. Grant them traveling grace to this building or wherever they may be worshiping you on this day, Lord. Keep all the churches of Christ under your wing, Lord. Keep us all in peace, Lord. Keep us all in one understanding, Lord. Keep us all uh, with hearts that we, we eager to learn more about your word, Lord. We, we understand, Lord, whether we read from Genesis to Revelations, there's always something that we still have overlooked. There's always something that we still can learn. We ask you that, Lord, if it's your will, we enter into a new year, that we don't leave 
yesterday behind, Lord, because we know if we are servants of you, Lord, if we are trying to grow, we know that yesterday is for our learning, yesterday is for our growth, and whatever we take into tomorrow, Lord, is still in your, in your will, it's in your word, Lord, it's in your way. We ask you that we be with those, Lord, who in this congregation, Lord, who are sick, who are ill on this day, whether they be in the hospitals, Lord, whether they be in, um, um, at home resting, whether they be going through different procedures, whether they um, having flu-like symptoms, Lord, just be with, be with them all. Be with those who look after the ones who are sick. Be with uh, the Carruthers, Don and Angela, because we know week from week, Lord, it's hard for them to get a sitter for their son. Lord, we know their condition. We know what they have been through year after year after year. So I ask you to pray for them, Lord, be with them. Lord, we also, on that behalf, thank you for the ministry that we do have online, whether it be what we have here at Lawrence Avenue or other congregations, Lord, that a different avenue to be able to worship you, Lord, and not have to be able to come to this building, Lord, for those who cannot. We ask you to be with those who choose not to worship you on this day. We ask you to soften their hearts, Lord, that they know that you are the real reason that they still are, are breathing. You are the real reason that they still have life, Lord. We ask you to be with us as we go through this service, Lord, that what is sung, read, and, and spoken to us, Lord, is you are in agreement of this, and it, it's not for a personal gain, personal edification, Lord, but to make to let us know that you are the true and living God, Lord. We thank you for the sacrifice that you did make, sacrifice your son made, Lord, to come down this earth, Lord, to, to walk on this earth, this land as a human being to suffer, Lord, and go through trials that we go through often today, but he was without sin. We want to thank you for that, Lord. And also, on, on this break, we know kids are not in school, Lord. We ask you to be with the kids who may be at home, that parents may still have to work, Lord, and they're without supervision. We understand, Lord, through this times like this, um, crimes and violence may go up, but we ask you to give these kids and give these parents a different understanding to where they, they don't do these wrongs anymore, Lord. We ask you to be with the kids who are taught different, are taught right, that they know that, Lord, as we spoke in the Bible class, that it's not the person that's done the evil, it's Satan in that person, Lord. We ask you to, to get that evil spirit out of them. We ask you that we are letting our light shine so that, that, that those individuals see that there's a better way, a greater way, and that is within you. Most of all, Lord, thank you for your son once again. Be with us all as we go through this service. Christ, we do pray. Amen. Let's all mark the invitation, page 75. 75 for invitation song. 75. Now let's all notice page 50. Page 50. Page 50. Page 50. All found? Let's all see. I'm just a hard-fighting soldier, and I'm on the battlefield. Lord, I'm just a hard-fighting soldier, and I'm on the battlefield. Lord, I'm just a hard-fighting soldier, and I'm on the battlefield. So keep on bringing souls to Jesus by the service that I give. 
I am trying to be a soldier. This army he requires, and Satan is my foe. He's fighting while on the other side, and I've got prayer for my sword, and I've got faith for my shield. So keep on bringing souls to Jesus by the service that I give, and I'm just a or fighting soldier and I'm on the battlefield Lord I'm just a whore fighting soldier and I'm on the battlefield and I'm just a whore fighting soldier and I'm on the battlefield so keep on bringing souls to Jesus by the service that I give I've got to keep Keep on fighting, Satan, through the storm and through the cold. Lord, I've got to keep on fighting, cause I'm trying to save a soul. And when you see me singing and my eyes are filled with tears, I'm trying to bring some souls to Jesus by the service that I give. And I'm just a horrifying soldier and I'm on the battlefield. Lord, I'm just a horrifying soldier and I'm on the battlefield. And I'm I'm just a whore fighting soldier and I'm on the battlefield. So keep on bringing souls to Jesus by the service that I give. And Lord, I can walk right and talk right and sing right and pray right on the battlefield. Lord, Lord, I can walk right and talk right and sing right and pray right while on the battlefield. And Lord, I can walk right and talk right and sing right and pray right on the battlefield. So keep on bringing souls to Jesus by the service that I give. And I'm just a whore fighting soldier and I'm on the battlefield. Lord, I'm just a whore fighting soldier and I'm on the battlefield. And I'm just a hard fighting soldier and I'm on the battlefield. So keep on bringing souls to Jesus by the service that I give. And I'm just a hard fighting soldier on the I'm just a hard fighting soldier on the battlefield, bringing souls to Jesus by the service that I give. Amen. Somebody say amen again. As a matter of fact, you ought to say hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That was the only word that was invented specifically for God. Hallelujah. Halle means praise. Lou means you. Yah means God. So in actuality, when you say hallelujah, you are saying praise you, God. Amen? 
And we certainly are thanking him for another day in this life that we live. I was talking to somebody earlier and I told him I'm about to turn 75 years old on January the 19th. Amen. And I'm excited about it because it shows me God's love. He let me live such a long time. I can't complain, Brother Glenn. The days that he has given me, I, I, I can't complain. If he decided to call me today, I can't complain. God has been exceptionally good to me. Amen. My mom's rolling in. Come on in here, Mom. Amen. So I've talked to her earlier. Now I see her. God's even better than I thought he was. Amen. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm scared. Always nervous. I was told by a minister a long time ago, if you get up to speak, and you're not scared, there's something wrong with you. Fear the Lord at the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. They don't want you to tell them nothing. Amen? Because reception and receiving God's word causes one to be responsible for the upkeep uh, that God has given to us through his word. I'm, I'm glad to see so many faces Y'all the ones I hang out with. I don't hang out with nobody but y'all. Amen. And I am thankful to see so many faces here on this day. Glad to see the church progressing and going forward in the saving of souls and in the edification that we share one with another. I love y'all. I, I really, really do. And I feel love coming back. You ever been in places where you didn't feel no love coming back? It's time to shake the dust off your feet come up out of there with the quickness. Amen. But I'm, I'm delighted to have been given one. I thank the elders for uh, this opportunity to stand before you and receive this responsibility of passing on the word of God uh, to hungry souls. I'm hungry for the word. And you know, I, I can always kind of, you know, sometimes when you're studying, those of you who speak, those of you who study, you ever get happy studying God's yeah. word? And you know, you had to let sit it down and get up and walk through the house, cool. It, it kind of happened this week. I was studying God's word and he made me happy, amen? And you know, so that lie that the Baptists tell about us, we don't get happy in the Church of Christ. Yes, we do, <laughs> amen, amen, yes we do. And I, I get happy at home, so I know I get happy here. So I'm just thankful for another day in the life that God has given uh, to all of us. I'm thankful for your days too. Amen. And y'all excuse me, I'm in a good mood. Amen. I didn't come here with no burden on me. I dropped that before I come up in. You can't worship and be burdened at the same time. If it's going to hold you back, let it go. Come worship God. When you get back to it, it may be gone. Somebody will catch that in the parking lot. Amen. I'm talking to somebody here. I mean, there's a lot of burden droppers up in here. Amen. Come with a burden, leave with a blessing. Amen. Amen. And so we're thankful. Just want to bow our head for a moment, if we will. Heavenly Father, once again, we thank you for another day. We thank you abundantly. We thank you uh, from the depths of our spirit for the kindness that you show toward us on a daily basis. Even when we feel undeserving, you're still kind and good to us. We thank you for Jesus, who left the shining courts of glory and came down to this low-grounded valley of sorrow, walked the dry-boned hills of Judea, went about doing good, showing the power that you had invested in him 
and saving souls. And we're thankful that our souls, are the ones that he has directed salvation to, uh, we ask forgiveness for our sins. Uh, we ask, oh God, that you would bless us and look beyond our shortcomings and bless us according as thou seest fit. You know, we cannot make it a single second in this life without you. When you we live and we move and we have our being. We ask, guide us now uh, that we would do those things which we are compelled to do in your presence and before your people. Uh, forgive our sins, bless our souls. We ask it all in the name of Jesus for your sake and for your purpose, we pray. Let us all say amen. Amen. And amen again. And so, uh, if you would, uh, pay attention to the book of John, John 3 and 16. Excuse me if I'm a little mobile, you know, sometimes I get mobile. But John 3 and 16, and it says simply, For God so loved the world that gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I want to speak from the thought, the greatest verse in the Bible. See, here it's turning right now. That's a good verse, but my mind's on other verses. Huh? You know, when, when, when somebody asks me for a Bible verse, I, I, I go to Isaiah 40 and 31. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles, run and not get weary, walk and not faint. My mind go to Genesis 1 and 1. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. My mind go to Isaiah 55 and 7. Let the wicked man forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thought. Huh? Hello? All kinds of Bible verses come through our minds because if you study, the Bible will follow you. Trying to get you to follow it. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that in there. Amen. Greatest verse in the Bible. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, should not perish. Mm -hmm. Let me put the right word in there. Should not. God has equipped us to the point that we should not perish. God has done enough for us, enough through us, enough to us, and we've involved ourselves, if we have, we should not perish. We should be okay. We know that when we stand before the judgment seat, that God is going to have to show some mercy. But we should make it in. Huh? Trust in the Lord with your whole heart. Lean not to your own understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge him and he will direct thy path. We should turn out all right. No, we've had some ups and downs, climbed some mountains, tunneled through some valleys. We should be okay. Lay aside every weight and sin which though easily beset us and run with patience the race that is set before us. We should be okay. We get talked about, lied on, cheated, mistreated, but we should be okay. Because God has given us the greatest verse in the Bible. I don't know about that. But you, you can't deny it, can you? You can't say it ain't a good verse. Listen, listen, listen. This passage of scripture is placed at the forefront of God's intentions for us. When we come here, we come here as sinners. 
We were newborn babies, innocent, kissed on, fed, patted, changed. But we were sinners because we had not accepted Christ. So God takes this scripture, places it in the forefront. Amen. One of the most memorized scriptures, one of the most quoted scriptures. When we were in school, remember when the older ones, the older ones of us, we used to say Bible verses in school before they took them out. And John 3.16, it was one of the first scriptures that I memorized. Teachers, where everybody would stand up and open their Bible, and I stood up one first grade. For God so loved the world that he gave his own baby, you know. She said, that's good. You didn't have no Bible. So I patted myself on the back. But anyway, this scripture offers a capsule analysis of God's program as it entails the lost man. All of us at one time were lost and on our way to a devil's hell. Do you not realize the hell wasn't made for us? It was made for the devil? Huh? But because we expressed so much interest in going, the fifth chapter of Isaiah said, Hell have enlarged itself and opened her mouth without measure. Something that was not initially intended for us, a whole lot of people fitting themselves to accommodate the expansion that hell had put on. You know how they build extra wings onto a school because more students are coming. Hell has built wings onto it, and anticipating folk that would not obey the Lord. Amen? Amen. So God has a lot in store for us. This first penned by an exact eyewitness, John. The gospel writer was with Jesus the night that Nicodemus came to him. And Jesus was speaking these words to Nicodemus. After he told him about being born again, he said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus said that God did not send me into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through me might be saved. Amen? Hello? And this verse, penned by this eyewitness, would be passed on for generations to come. When I was a child, I learned it. Now I'm an old man, and it still exists. And I am thankful for that. These words not only mention those who, who back then, but at the present time. Those who heard the words as they were uttered and those who would receive the word as time goes on. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whosoever believed in him should not perish. Every generation should understand what God is up to with this verse. Amen. And as we look at it and, 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 and kind of slice it into pieces, we will find out why. It's the greatest verse in the Bible. Amen. God so loved the world. God, the greatest person. Ain't he? Ain't nobody ever lived better than God. Nobody had his power, his knowledge, his love, his wisdom, his understanding. Nobody can distribute his blessings. Nobody can pick up the fallen like God. Nobody can heal the sick like God. Nobody can walk with the lonely like God. Nobody can raise a bowed head like God. Nobody can wipe tears from your eyes like God. Nobody can feed you like God. Nobody can close you. Nobody can keep you like God. 
the greatest person that ever lived anywhere, period. And you know, sometimes, you know, I was driving to work this morning, I mean, to, to the church this morning, to work, you know, and I just looked up at the sky and said, God, that's something, you accommodate all of that. This expansive universe. You know, don't just hold God to creating the world. God created the universe that the world is located in. All of it belongs to my Father. You know, that's why I don't have no problem when, when, when Jesus was tempted and the devil wanted to give him all this. It already belonged to him. The Bible says that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwell therein. Okay, so God, the greatest person, whose breath of life wakes up seven billion people on a daily basis. Huh? Seven billion people felt the breath of God and got up this morning. And you know, some most still got to get up because we ain't reached that time yet. But what I'm simply saying, God in him, seven billion people live and move and have their being. From the rich to the poor, to the learned, to the unlearned, all of us woke up because God deemed it to be so. Some of us laid our stuff out last night. I didn't. I'm going to wear this tomorrow. This look good on you. Go ahead. Okay, so everybody laid this stuff out. Somebody did. And, 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 and not knowing that tomorrow was not promised, but we laid it out anyway. Hmm? His breath of life sustains seven billion people. He is God, the greatest person, the creator, the provider, the security of our freedom, the author and finisher of our faith, the bread in a starving land, the water when we are thirsty. He is God and there's none like him. God, the greatest person. Huh? Greatest verse in the Bible. Somebody said, I don't know about that. But it's the greatest verse. I still say it's the greatest verse in the Bible. There's another 316. Uh, Second Timothy. 3 and 16. All scriptures are given by inspiration of God. Profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for instruction, for correction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good work. Is God furnishing you to help somebody in this life that we live? Remember, he's the greatest person. Amen? And we must also remember he's a spirit. Those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. If your intention is to worship God, you got to let the spirit in you. If you want the word of God must be in you. It will make you more effective. It will enhance the life that you live. God, the greatest person. Amen? Same yesterday, today, and forever. God, the omnipotent. That means that he's powerful. The greatest person that ever lived is omniscient. He has all knowledge. Of all things. The greatest person that ever lived. He is everywhere. And at the same time he is omnipresent. Huh? He's a comforter when you need him. There's no individual that can make that claim. But God himself. Huh? We are his people. We are the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Realize who you have on your side. We all know our enemies don't we? We know who don't, well, some people we know don't like us. We ain't done nothing to them, but they don't like us. There's never been a day that you've lived that God didn't like you. He loved you every day, even when you were wrong. When you were downtrodden, he loved you. Talk to me now. 
When you were naked, he loved you. When you were broke, he loved you. When you were out of order, he loved you. Anybody in here ever been out of order? We don't like to admit that part, but we have been out of all the Bible says all have seen and have come short of the glory of God. But he forgave us, picked us up, turned us around, cleaned us up, fulfilled his spirit in us and allowed us to go forward. That's a great person. But God loves you even when you don't love yourself. The greatest person is God. God so loved the world. Love. The greatest emotion. Huh? Uh, someone to care, someone to share the lonely hours and moments of despair. To be loved. To be loved. Oh, what a feeling to be loved. The late, great Jackie Wilson said that. It still stands true. Ain't nothing like love. It ain't nothing like acceptance. It's nothing like fellowship. It is nothing greater than love. God, but, but, but he didn't just love us. Notice what the writer John says here. God so loved the world. He put some expression on it. Huh? The word so is an adverb. An adverb is a word that's used to enhance a verb. Some of y'all didn't get that in English class. Go tell them Brother King taught you that. He didn't just love you. God so loved you. And if you're in the spirit, you can take advantage of that. God loved you more than you love yourself. The greatest emotion is love. It, it's, it's, it's a warm feeling. It's a personal attachment. It is a deep affection that God has for you. God loves you. Huh? You may look in the mirror and not even love you, but God loves you. Excuse me, children. I'm happy. That I've got a God that loves me. Here's the kicker though. When you were wrong, he still loved you. Hmm? When you were out of order, he still loved you. People didn't. Oh, you know what you did? Huh? God loves you when you're right. He loves you when you're wrong. You will never, you know, as wrong as you can be, he will still love you just the same. And you can do the right thing and everybody on earth will know you and he will, he will not love you anymore. You know why? Because his love is already perfected in you. All the love that he needs to give you. Come on, somebody. All the love that God needs to project to you. It's already there. It will never change. He loved you the same yesterday, the same today. He'll love you the same tomorrow. It don't have to grow. It's already there. Anybody here ever fell in love? Some of you husbands and wives, y'all stick your hands up. <laughs> I remember back in the day when I first started courting. I was about 14 years old. Little girl lived across the street, cute as she could be. Name was Linda. And I started watching her. I didn't say lust, I said watch. And I grew affectionated toward her. So I sent my boy around the corner to tell her that I cared about her. She sent a word back. Said, tell him I like him too. Tell him to come on around here, let's talk about it. Listen, God is affectionated toward you. Whatever is going wrong in your life, you can talk to him about it. Because he loves you so much. 
regardless of who you are, what you've done, God retains deep feelings for you. That ought to make you feel good. That somebody like God have watched over you all night long. Huh? He loves you so much that he seeks salvation for your soul. I once told Tyrone, you know, I, I had missed a couple of Sundays. Tyrone called me. I said, man, I called to see if you was all right. And I came back and I told him, thank you. It, to me, it appears that you care about my soul. You can't save me, but you can care. Caring means that if I'm down, you're going to pray for me. Huh? The people that I ask to pray, I trust y'all pray. Y'all seem like praying people. Don't ask nobody to pray for you if they ain't praying for themselves. God so loved the world, the greatest number. Think about it. The greatest number of unsaved people live here. Hmm? Now, that's probably a place, and I believe I read the book of Revelation in chapter 5, somewhere around the 11th verse, where the inhabitants of heaven were praising God. They're more than we are. The Bible says 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. They saved. We're working on it. Huh? The greatest number of people, individuals of all conceivable circumstances. Baby, we come from everywhere, did we not? Remember our days when we wasn't saved? Anybody in here always been saved? Anybody in here always had it together? Born with a Bible in your hand? Hello? Your cradle was not a manger. All of us had some work to do on our souls. Still do. We ain't finished. Our work is not complete. The greatest number, the rich, the poor, the heathen, the saint, the sickly, the unconcerned, the learned as well as the unlearned, male and female, from every facet of life, all of us need to be saved because we are numbered among those who are unsaved. Hello? Remember your past life? We don't like to think about that, do we? Huh? Yeah, huh? Hello? Remember when you were there? Somebody cared enough for your soul. I remember when I was 18 years old, I had gotten into the church, and then I kind of dropped out. I was a church dropout. And one of the older ladies from the church came to me and said, I thought you joined church. I said, I did. She said, uh, you ain't telling God no lie, are you? And right away, I felt guilty, and I came back, and they worked with me. Amen? Because she reminded me that I had made a commitment to God and turn my back on him as a teenager. So you don't want God to turn his back on you, don't turn your back on him. We are in that number that needs the salvation. After all, we're God's greatest creation, are we not? God made everything, but when it came to making man, God got personal. The Bible says that he created man out of the dust of the ground, breathed into his nostrils, the breath of life, and that mound of mud became a living soul. Hello? Somewhere January the 19th, 1949, around 1236 in the afternoon. Well, I had already became a living soul, but I was born into this world. 
And ever since I got here, God have never missed a day loving me. Huh? The greatest number. Amen. God so loved the world that he gave. The greatest act is to give somebody something. Huh? Give them something of yourself. Amen. Give means to present voluntarily without the expectation of compensation. God ain't looking for nothing from us but to be obedient to him. We ain't got to pay for this salvation. Songwriter said Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. When sin was like a crimson stain, he washed it white as snow. Huh? Hello, somebody. Amen. We lack the substance which, with which we could repay God. If salvation cost us anything, baby, we'd have a bill for the rest of our lives. Amen. Wouldn't we? God did it for free. Greatest thing we have didn't cost us a thing. God saved us for free. Huh? It was the greatest thing that God could have given us. His only begotten son. Huh? And he gave because of his gift. It came from his heart. Hello? Because he knew how we were. You know, God hates sin. But loves the sinner. And it's kind of different Old Testament and new because back then if God didn't care for what you were doing, he would wipe you off the face. We talked about it this morning. Hey, Gag, remember when, when, when Samuel sent Saul? I want you to kill everything. Babies, grown folk, I want you to tear everything up. I want you to utterly, utterly, I don't want nothing left. Hey, Gag disobeyed. And God was not satisfied. Right. And Samuel took the sword and sliced Agag into pieces, did he not? Talk to me, somebody. The greatest number of unsaved people are here on earth. I wonder if we got sinners on Mars. <laughs> I just thought I'd say that. But anyway, listen. His giving came because of his primary concern for who he had made. Amen? His elevated concept of our value and what we mean to him, what we receive from God is of spiritual significance. It's important that we get saved. God wants us back. He sent us here. He wants us back. We belong to him. Huh? What we receive from God, righteous endowment. God did not spare any expense. Huh? The most important thing from heaven that he could send, his son. He sent him to die for us that we all might have life and have it more abundantly. He will give us of his wealth to see to your security. He will give us of his healing power to see that your sickness is dissolved. He will give of his companionship when you are lonely and by yourself. Huh? He will give us precious action which denotes his benevolent kindness toward us. Baby, I'm about to feel good up here because I, when I look back as I approach that 75th birthday, God been good to me. Amen. Hmm? And I know that touched somebody, didn't it? 
Because when you look back on your life and you think of the things that you have come through, ain't it been good to you, though? Am I right about it? Oh, haven't he walked with you when you thought nobody else would? You couldn't see him, but you know he was there. He fed you when you were hungry. Huh? The lady and her children had just moved in to an apartment complex, and she didn't have no money. Everything, the rent and all of that, she spent all of that, wondering how she was going to make it. And she fell down on her knees and said, Lord, just help me. I don't know what to say. Just help me. And before she could get up off her knees, somebody knocked on the door. And she went to answer the door and said, we're your new neighbors. We just, God put it in our heart to bring you some breakfast over here to see how things would go with you. God is better to you than you possibly ever could imagine. That's how good God has been to us. Huh? Bore your burdens. Huh? The only begotten son, his greatest gift, the one who gave his life that we might live and have life more abundantly. Whosoever believeth, the greatest condition. There is a plan to salvation. Starts with believing. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing comes by the word of God. You must hear it and you must believe it. Amen. You must let it seep into your soul and have some kind of jurisdiction. See, when, when, when I think about the fact that Jesus died for me, that carries jurisdiction, Brother John. Huh? When I make a mistake and, and, and I refer to God, Lord, forgive me again. I know sometimes he probably get tired. He said, I knew you were going to call on me today and ask for forgiveness again. Now, is it anybody in here that God had just had to forgive just one time? Huh? Well, he got that out of the way. Now I'm clean again. Now, baby, our daily work on your salvation is what's required. Huh? Because whether we know it or not, we have done something that we should not have done. Some of our sins are unknown. Sometimes we do wrong thinking that we're doing the right thing. Hmm? Unknown iniquities, things that I was not aware of. Covered by the blood of Jesus. Talk to me somebody. Everything that God has done. Must be trusted. Huh? Even when it looks like. It's not going to work. Trust him. When your meal barrel is running low. Trust him. When your clothes get holes in them. Your shoes. Trust him. Huh? When friends don't care for you anymore, when they've forsaken you, trust him. When storm clouds rise and billows begin to roll, trust him. The Bible says that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning of God. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. Your blessings were made by the hand of God. Huh? And it said that he came to his own. His own people. And they didn't receive him. Anybody in here ever had your feelings hurt because folk you thought were your friends turned their backs on you? Hello? 
Listen, uh, you know, I remember, you know, going to a church, had a lot of friends when I first started. But when I started making rulings, I made some enemies. If you're a child of God, you guess what? You are going to make some enemies. Somebody ain't going to like you. You can't get hung up on it, though, because God's love covers everything. It'll make you feel good when enemies make you feel bad. When your feelings get hurt, you can give that to God. He'll fix your broken heart. Won't he do it? Belief. It means to have confidence. It means to rely inside of his existence. It means to engage with conviction. Be the Christian God wants you to be a convicted Christian. Determined Christian. Mind made up to work this thing out and it wasn't done, it was done in the broad open daylight. I'm going to go on and strive and struggle to see what the end is going to be. My mind's made up now. I done got too old. And I realized that hell is too hot and eternity is too long to be fooling around here. It's time, you know, my mom, and I thank God for her, she stays on me. Huh? Am I right, mother? Bald head man can't sell me no hair grower, she says. Huh. But watch what we said. Well, let me get back. He came to his own. His own received him not. But as many as received him. As many as received him. To them gave he power. Do you not realize that you received Christ? That you are empowered? You're not a weakling. You're not somebody for the devil to trample over. There's some folk that's got so much Holy Ghost in them, the devil's scared of them. They walk upright in the presence of the Lord. Starting with belief in God, they've met the conditions that God have required of them. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Hebrews 11 and 6 says that he that cometh to God must first believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but every time I get blessed, I count it as a reward. When I wake up in the morning, God has rewarded me with another day. When I put my clothes on, God has rewarded me with another suit of clothes. When I get in that humpty out there and drive to church, God has rewarded me with a car to get here. Uh, and when I think about heaven, God has rewarded me with thoughts that are placed on heaven and heavenly divine things. Thank him for who he is and how he is. They should not perish. That is the greatest pardon. Because had we never accepted Christ, we would be on our way to hell. No excuses. Hello, somebody. All of us are not going to get that thief on the cross type of thing. Huh? We, we down here, we walking, we're not hanging on the cross. We're down here in our right mind trying to work out our soul salvation in fear and in trembling. But he said that if you meet these commodities, you should not perish. You should turn out all the time. Am I talking to anybody here? You should be all right. Heartaches won't stop you from being all right. Being misunderstood won't stop you from being all right. You should not perish. God has the final say-so. I'm glad, too, because people will get you wrong. Huh? 
ain't you that, you know, no, I'm not him. You, you got me twisted. <laughs> huh? Should not perish. Our faith in the power of the Lord should lead us to everlasting life. It should. If you're really trusting in God, Brother Bell, the results should be all right. This is the divine condition that God himself has expressed to all that have taken it upon themselves to trust in him. Whatever comes to pass, God is prepared to help you deal with the circumstances. Sometimes those circumstances are brought on by our own actions. But he loves you past your own faults. Baby, that's love. Because, you know, a lot of folk will write you off, won't they? Yeah, you know, you was all right. I got to put you down. I'm glad that in the more than 30,000 days I have lived, not one day have God put me down. Amen. Talk to me, somebody. He never left me alone. He never put me down. He never said you wasn't good enough. And I sat there and I've been guilty and I know I was, John. But God never wrote me off. He loved me so much that he took me as I was. And so you keep trusting in my son, I'm going to fix this for you. Ah, hello, somebody. You will not be overcome by the burdens that you are subject as you face your journey toward your heavenly destinations. What's going to happen to you while you live? Temptations, snares of life, trials, sickness, sorrow, mountains, valleys, misunderstandings, miscommunications, and the like. But once you put your trust in God, those trials are what become conditional. They won't always last. They will dissipate. And the last part, you shall have everlasting life. That is the greatest result. Amen. The greatest result. He ain't nowhere you'd rather be than with God in God's kingdom. Where 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands and the 24 elders are all bowed before the throne giving God his praise. And he deserves to be praised. Am I talking to anybody here? When you look back on your life and you envision God's goodness, don't he deserve to be praised? He deserves to be praised because of what he done for us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I heard somebody say this morning, and I'd like to pull it back up, that the devil was glad when Christ hung on the cross. He was glad because he had been after him, wanted his demise, glad. Matter of fact, somebody told a story that said death and hell made a pact. And hell said, death, you bring him to me. I'll keep him. I will never let him go. And I'm, I'm going to give you Jesus. But when I bring him to you, you got to keep him. You can't let him go. You got to keep him dead. Graves said, man, I'm going to tell you something. Everybody that you've given me, I still got them. With the few exceptions that Jesus raised from the dead. I, I couldn't have no. But this time, we got him. Look at him hanging on the cross. Nails driven in his hand. Crown of thorns. All that. We got him. And then, about the ninth hour, Jesus cries in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. My God, why hast thou forsaken me? And he died there on the cross. And death said, here, you got him. I want to know if you can hold on to him. He said, I got him. I, I, I got, don't worry about that. Come Friday night, 
Death came riding. Death's a grave. You still got him. Grave, I've still got him. He's right here. Palm of my hand. I haven't moved a muscle. I haven't better than I live. Death's okay. I'll see you in the morning. Saturday morning. Sabbath day. Death came and said, Graves, you still got him? Yeah, I still got him. He ain't moved a muscle. I, I, I still got him. He ain't going nowhere. I still got him right there in the grave. Death said, okay, I'll see you tonight. Come Saturday night. Death came riding. Death said, Grave, you still got him? Oh, man, I still got him. He ain't moved a muscle. Ain't nothing blowed on him. He's all right. I still got him. Death said, okay, I'll see you Sunday morning. Come Sunday morning, yeah. death came riding. Yeah. Death said, Graves, you still got him? Graves said, well, oh, I'll tell you what happened. Around 6 o'clock this morning, his eyes flew wide open and an angel came and rolled a stone away. He wiggled his hands and they looked new and he looked at his feet and they did too. And he got up out of the grave with all power. I couldn't stop him. He's the one that lived, was dead, but now he's alive forevermore. I could not stop him. Death could not hold him. He got up just like he said that he would do. Here's the thing I love about Jesus. He will keep his word. If he said he's going to raise up your bow down head, he's going to raise it up. If he said he's going to ease your troubled mind, he's going to bring you ease. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me, for I'm meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your soul, for my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. But beware. Beware your actions. You will have to stand and give an account. There's a story about two little boys. They were brothers. And they had relatives that lived down on a farm. Just so happened to be a cotton farm. And they had to work when they were there. And they asked their granddaddy, said, Granddaddy said, can we go place? And all no, y'all got some work to do first. Said, this is a cotton farm. And I want y'all to take these bags of seeds. And I want y'all to go and drop one seed in every hole you find. Just, and when you're through, you can go play. Little boys realized there were so many seeds there that by the time they got through, it would be night and they wouldn't get to play. So what they did, one of them come up with a big idea. Dug one big hole, poured all the seeds in that one hole and covered it back up and went and told their granddaddy, said, we, we through. He said, okay, y'all can go play. What those boys forgot is those seeds that they had planted were coming up again. Had somebody got that? Every seed that you plant is coming up again. Huh? But the greatest verse in the Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Aren't you glad? Is anybody here glad about it? That God has been so good to you that he's made so many ways for you, that he's watched over you so well, that it's well with your soul. Huh? When peace, like a river, tended my way, when sorrows, like sea billows, roll, huh? Whatever my lot, he has taught me to say, it is well 
It is well with my soul. I cry sometimes. Not because I'm punked out or nothing, excuse me. But I cry in the spirit. Because when I look back, think about how good God has. I'm happy now. Been to me. I can't help but reminisce of how good, how God's goodness had played a role in the life that I live. Huh? I ain't got as many days left as I've come through. But I do know this. I trust in God. I know he cares for me. Excuse me for getting personal. Upon the land or on the rolling sea, though billows roll, Brother Glenn, he keeps my soul. My heavenly father watches over me. He makes the rose the object of his care. Glides the eagle through the pathless air. Surely he will deliver me. My heavenly father watches over me. I'm glad, Brother Gift, that God took it personal. Realize that your soul needed to be saved, sent who was necessary to save it. Let him die that you might live and have life more abundantly. Oh, no wonder Paul was happy when he dipped his, ink, dipped his pencil into the inkwell of divinity and wrote the words in Galatians 2 and 20, which says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. After all you done been through, you still living huh and death cannot make my soul afraid if God be with me here though I walk through darker shades I shall not yield to fear because the greatest verse in the Bible says that God loved the world so loved it that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life May God bid it to each and every one of you. Everlasting life. Huh? In a land that they call the land of no more. No more sorrow. No more sickness. No more pain. No more burden. No more avenues of misunderstanding. God loves you more than you love yourself. And if there's one that's here that have not yet met him, you better get in a hurry. Your house is on fire and it will soon burn down. Hear the gospel. Believe what you heard. Confess Christ. Repent of your sins. And be baptized for the remission of your sins. And the Bible says ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Huh? And you will walk in the spirit. And the spirit will walk in you. And you will be undefeatable and out of range of the gunshot of the devil. And God will hold your hand and lead you to higher heights and to deeper depths. May God bless you, children. May he ever sanctify and may he ever keep you. Door of the church is open. If there be one desiring to come to Christ, why don't you come now while you have this opportunity to give your whole life to a loving Savior? Amen. Let us stand if we will.
If there be one here, why don't you come? Our names and we'll all be here and well I'll be present when the roll is called and just as people spotless through the crimson flood and well I will answer when he calls my name cause I'm saved through Jesus blood I'll then receive a bright and starry crown as only God can give. And when I've been with him 10,000 years, I'll have and no less to who live well I'll be present when the roll is called and just as pure and spotless through the crimson flood and well I will answer when he calls my name and cause I'm saved through Jesus blood then we and shall meet him to never part again. Our toll will then be yours. And we'll lay our burden down at Jesus' feet. And rest forevermore. And well, I'll be present when the roll is called. And just as pure and spotless through the cream. Sun flood and well I will answer when he calls my name cause I'm saved through Jesus blood and sometime we'll stand before the judgment bar the quick and the risen dead and the Lord will then make known the record there our names will all be read well i'll be present when the roll is called just as pure and spotless through the crimson flood and well i will answer when he calls my name because i'm saved, saved. Through, jesus through jesus blood amen I'll then receive a bright and starry crown as only God can give. And when I've been with him 10,000 years, I'll have no less to live. Well, I'll be present when the roll is called. Just as pure and spotless through the crimson flood. Well, I will answer when he calls my name. Because I'm saved through Jesus. Once again, let church say amen. Amen. Aren't you glad you came this morning? Whew, we are here. This is the last day. Last day. Last Lord's Day of the year. Thank you, Lord, for another year. This is also the last day of the year. 
we have just heard the last sermon of the year from this pulpit for the year. And wasn't it a good one? <laughs> God bless you. I don't know about y'all. You can turn your mic off now, bro. I don't know about y'all, <laughs> but I've been lifted up today. <laughs> that, that, that man's got a way of, of preaching that just keeps you on the edge of your seat. <laughs> and, and I'm just thankful for him <laughs> and thankful for his message because of the greatest verse <laughs> This there in the Bible. Look at what God has done for us. <laughs> Woo! Y'all, a lot of folk will not make it to next year. <laughs> and there, you say, well, next year is just a few hours away. <laughs> and that's true. But you know, there's still some folk that may not make it. To next year but y'all I pray that we all do and if we do make it to next year it will be because of one thing and he's already said it it's because God is not through with you yet <laughs> let's examine ourselves y'all truly examine ourselves and let's truly try to do better in the future than we have in the past. Because that's what it's all about. We want to try to make heaven our home. And the only way we can do, do that is to deny ourselves and do what God would have us to do. Thank you, my brother. Wonderful, wonderful message. We have those that have come to make their wishes known Sister Vicki Allen is coming, and she is asking for the prayers of the church to keep the Cato family uh, in our prayers, that they may be stronger as a family. Brother Joseph Webster is coming, and he is asking for the prayers of the church. He just wants to thank everybody for their prayers. He says he's He's got another job now, thank God. <laughs> and he just wants us to keep him uh, in our prayers. God truly is a good God. Yes. Sister Cassandra Easley is coming, and she is asking for the prayers of the church that her health may get better. She's been dealing with some ailments, and, and she's just asking that her health would get better, that God would allow that, and also that God would continue to strengthen her in the Lord. Amen. Sister Rachel Belafonte is coming, and she is asking for the prayers of the church on behalf of her and her entire family and her grandkids as well, uh, asking for prayers that uh, they can do better as well. Brother John Phillips is coming and he is thankful on December the 25th. He had a granddaughter that was born into the family. Great grand, great grand, <laughs> born into the family. What's that name again? Amina Marie. Amina Marie. 
was born that morning. Let's continue to keep all of them in our prayers. Sister Andrea Shelton is not feeling well today, and we want to keep her in our prayers as well. God is good, y'all. Think back of all the stuff you went through this year, and you're still here. God is good. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, my brother. Sister Marlene Bell is also asking for the prayers of the church for her cousin, Anita Taylor. Uh, She had surgery uh, for some healing, and so we want to continue to pray for her as well. Let's continue to pray one for another. I know I need some prayer, and y'all do too. (laughs) Let's just pray one for another. Having said that, let's go to the throne. Heavenly Father, once again, we are so thankful for what our ears have heard and what our hearts have borne witness to. God, you definitely are the great God. And we thank you, Heavenly Father, for all that you've done for us, especially of letting your son come down here and die for us, of people that don't even deserve it. But we thank you. Thank you, Father, for all that you've done for us. And we ask, Heavenly Father, that you please forgive us for all of our sins and mess-ups that we've done this year. Father, we ask that you would please help us to truly be a better people next year than we have been this year. Father, we come uh, on behalf of all of those that have come to make their wishes known, those that are asking for prayers for healing, those that are asking for prayers for family members and friends and and just all of everyone that have made their requests known. Father, we ask that you would please grant them each and every one of those the things in which you see they stand in need of. Give them, Heavenly Father, those things in, in which they need and bless the one that was born that you gave life and and born that morning, Heavenly Father. Help us to bring them up in the admonition of the Lord. Father, we thank you for Brother King and the message that he brought. Wonderful message, Heavenly Father, and we thank you to remind us of all that you've done for us, and we just want to say thank you. Father, we just ask that you would continue to be with those that are behind prison walls and mental institutions, Father, those that are in the hospitals and getting treatments this morning, we ask that you would just bless them and bless the ones that will help them as well. Help us, Heavenly Father, as we go throughout the daily, our daily lives, Heavenly Father, help us to be more examples of what you would have us to be. Help us, Heavenly Father, if it be thy will, to see another year. Help us, Heavenly Father, to truly do those things which you would have us to do. Continue to guide us and be with us all, and and thank you. And just bless our children, Heavenly Father, and just bless us all. In the name of Christ, amen. Amen. 
This life will end some future day, another life will then begin. Are you prepared for that event? Just after death, what then? Just after death, for oh, when, sir, me, where will you spend eternity? When times on earth shall cease to be, just after death, what then? Once again, I'd like to thank Brother King for the message he brought to us this morning. Amen. As we prepare for the collection, let's all turn to page 64. Page 64. Page 64 for the collection. Page 64. All found? That's all sin. Are you trusting Jesus all along the way? Does it grow more precious to your heart each day? Are you his disciple? Test his word and see. He will give the spirit more abundantly. And more abundantly, more abundantly, that they might have life. And more abundantly, and more abundantly, more abundantly, that they might have life. And more abundantly. For his matchless favor, magnify his name of our gracious Savior, who from glory came. Let the saints adore him for this wondrous word, sealing our redemption through the crimson flood. And more abundantly, more abundantly, that they might have life, and more abundantly, and more abundantly, more abundantly, that they might have life and more abundantly. Come to him believing, hearken to his call. All from him receiving, you to him your all. Jesus will accept you when to him you flee. He will grant his blessings more abundantly. And more abundantly, more abundantly, that they might have life. And more abundantly, and more abundantly, more abundantly, that they might have life. And more abundantly. Amen. All right. Let's all turn to page 60. So I'll turn to page 62 as we focus our minds on the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Page 62. <clears throat> Seen the first verse of page 62. <clears throat> page 62. All found? That's all I've seen. I have read of a place on the mountain many strangers have journeyed to see. And they say there's a life-giving fountain flowing from a place called Calvary. It was there they took one who was holy, so compassionate, tender, and true. Why the angels and seraphims holy, watch the scenes from the heavenly blue. At the top of the hill, 
where they carried the old rugged cross at the top of the hill. It was Jesus who bore all our loss at the top of the hymn. Let me kneel down and thank him once more for the blood he did spill when along all my sorrow he bore. Let us give thanks for the collection. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you once again for this great privilege you've given us to be able to assemble again on this first day of the week to worship you in spirit and truth. Amen. Heavenly Father, we are truly thankful for all the opportunities that you gave us this past year to be able to give. Heavenly Father, we hope and trust that if it's your will that we see another year, that you'll give us even more opportunities and that we will even give more not only of our money, but also of our time, of our gifts, our talents, and of course, of our, our, of our money, that we will do even more than we did this past year. We ask Heavenly Father that you bless each and every one who gives today, and also bless those who have the desire to give, but for some reason beyond their control, they could not do so. In Jesus Christ's name we pray, amen. I'm going to ask this time that you be preparing your Lord's Supper as we prepare to read from the 22nd chapter of the book of Luke, starting at verse 14. Again, that's Luke chapter 22, starting at verse 14. When the time came, Jesus and the apostles sat down together at the table. Jesus said, I have been very eager to eat this Passover meal with you before my suffering begins. For I tell you now that I won't eat this meal again until its meaning is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took a cup of wine and gave thanks to God for it. Then he said, take this and share it amongst yourselves. For I will not drink wine again until the kingdom of God has come. He took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. And he broke it in pieces and gave it to the disciples, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. After supper, he took another cup of wine and said, This cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood, which is poured out as a sacrifice for you. But here at this table, sitting among us as a friend, is the man who will betray me. For it has been determined that the Son of Man must die. But what sorrow awaits the one who betrays him? Let us give thanks for the body and the blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, we can't thank you enough for all that you've done for us. And especially, Heavenly Father, in the great gift that you gave mankind, that being your Son, Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much as we prepare to take of his body and drink of his blood. We hope and trust that each and every individual that does that will examine himself. And we pray that they will take it with clean hands and a pure heart, ever looking to thee as the author and finisher of our faith. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen.
Let us partake of the body of Christ. And let us partake of his blood. This concludes this portion of the worship service. Let's all turn to page 52 as we close. Page 52 as we close. Page 52. Page 52. Let's all stand. Let us sing. There's a happy land of promise over in the great beyond, where the Savior verse shall soon the glory share, where the souls of men shall enter and live on forevermore. Everybody will be happy over there. Everybody will be happy, will be happy over there. And we will shout and sing his praise. Everybody will be happy over there. There will meet the one who saved us and who kept us by his grace and who brought us to that land so bright and fair. We will praise his name forever as we look upon his face. Everybody will be happy over there. Everybody will be happy, will be happy over there. And we will shout and sing his praise. Everybody will be happy over there. Let us pray. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for allowing us to come and study another portion of your divine word. Pray and ask that you would give us the strength and the guidance to go throughout this year that we would keep things simple when it comes to studying your word. I pray that you would keep your arms of protection around us, help us in our darkest times, build us up where we're torn down, make us strong where we're weak, and give us that peace, that peace that passes all understanding when we have no other way to turn. All these prayers we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.